Well, welcome to the front porch and to our our new newer segment. I call it all booked up. You know, we talk about books. We talk about <laughs> books we have read, books we are currently reading, and sometimes books we want to read. So I'm Lewis Love, and today, man, I can't tell y'all how excited I am about today. Uh, I am so glad to be joined by a brother who, from the first book I read by him, has become one of my favorite authors. He's here to talk about his most recent book, Urban Apologetics, Restoring Black Dignity with the Gospel, author, theologian, pastor, faithful husband, (laughs) and father, our very own 21st century man of Issachar who understands our times and knows what our people should do, Dr. Eric Mason. Welcome to the front porch, my brother. Hello, sir. Hello. Thank you for inviting me to the porch. I'm honored to be here and uh, wish we was on a, on an actual one sitting somewhere on 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 a, on a you know in some better weather because it's freezing where I am. I'm pretty sure it is with you. <laughs> let's, let's, so we so so I'm trying to think now. So Philadelphia is it or Pittsburgh? Oh no, Philadelphia is it still part of the Midwest. Is is Pennsylvania? Nah, that's the East Coast. That's, that's far East Coast. Far you East don't Coast. get to the Midwest until you get to Ohio. Ohio so, is where the Midwest Ohio starts. Yeah. So, but we still have similar weather, don't we? Over here in yeah, Illinois, yeah. Illinois and Pennsylvania, right? Well, y'all, y'all, y'all are a different level, though. Y'all, different, y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all on something different. <laughs> we don't play. Yes, we don't play. So nah, nah, y'all don't play. <laughs> we've had a we've had a, current, we've had a, a recent uh, warm streak, though, Doc. We, it's thirty degrees a day. Yesterday it got to fifty. Can you believe that? Yeah, it did here too. You know, I was so happy. Also, it's people in Texas. They be talking. About, it's cold down here. I'm like, what you mean? It's 55. I'm like, man, shut up. I was talking, man, I was talking to John O down in Atlanta, talking about, man, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's 50, 45, man. I have to cut the, the space heater on. I'm like, can you give me a break, please? I go out in a hoodie in that weather. I, I know that's right, man. I know that's right. Man, it's good to have you on. <laughs> Good to have Glad you to be on. on. How's, how's the family? How's the family doing, brother? Everybody's doing good. Everybody's doing good, man. We're in a decent little season here. Um, holding on to the good times because, you know, you're either in a trial, coming out of one, or going into one. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> so yeah. we're feeling great. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Did the ministry, as uh, a ministry, faring well, man, during this crazy season? It has, season? man. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's going through same things, same emotional spiritual challenges, you know, that a lot of pastors and churches are going through. But we're in a, we're in a crazy season of growth right now, so it's yeah. been kind of throwing me off because um, <laughs> the church has been growing. So we kind of been like, Lord, um, you know, uh, you know, but we only have one service. So, you know, most of the people are still online, but I, the one service we do have, you know, people are, people are, people are in there real strong, which I'm, I'm happy. Yes, yeah, surprise, happy about that, that's that that's a good that's a good issue that's a good issue to have especially yeah. man with so many churches you know during this season man shutting down they ain't making it man and folks are being unfaithful yeah. so I I that's, that's that's a blessing my brother that's a blessing yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. I got a cousin that I didn't know that she was in Philly and I didn't know it until a couple of months ago she had moved to Philly mm-hmm. I'm like, okay I said I I know a good pastor out there in Philly sister that a uh, 
that you need to hook up and get in that ministry oh, that's so they can serve that's you. So Lynette, Lynette, Dr. Mason, okay? So I'm going to yeah. so told her, I, I'm going to have him put an APB out on you, sister. I'm going to give you a chance to hook up with you. <laughs> if you don't, he'll come and get you. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, man, that listen. hilarious. I am going to get to your book, but I... Uh, it's just good talking to you, man. It's good, it's good seeing you and talking to you. I got a couple questions Likewise. I want to ask you, though, man. A couple questions. I mm -hmm. so first of all, I've been wanting to ask you this for a long time. I keep forgetting. I wrote it down this time, though. So, Dr. Mason, uh, are you mm -hmm. akin to Bishop C.H. Mason, Church of God in Christ? Everybody asks me that. Everybody asks me that question. How come I ain't heard yeah, the answer? Yeah. I've missed, I must miss the answers. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Nah, we. I mean, we probably come from the same plantation, but, uh, you know. But they Mississippi folks. We South Carolina folks. So I don't know if it's a different Mason. It's probably different Mason because people always ask, you know, where your people from? And because Bishop Mason, his whole family and all of that are from, uh, they're from, they're from uh, Louisiana. Yeah. Okay. All that area. I um, my. Family, I mean, not Louisiana, I, uh, Mississippi. I know what you mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So our family, my um, mom's uh, sister. And my, mm -hmm. my, my, um, my great aunt, which would have been, yeah, my great aunt married into the Basin family. She married really? into that family. So I thought, I thought since we share the same birthday, June 13th, right? Uh-huh. I thought maybe we might be some other linkage back there, man. So, it it may be. Uh, it may be. You never know. You man, never you know, know, you know, we, we all, we all cousins somehow, you know, that's man, right. certain families in the South, you know, cousins was, was husband and wife, so. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> They did, yeah, you know, we come from we come from that, right? So yeah, man, I thought I'd mm -hmm. ask you though, man, and uh, see if there was a hook up there. So okay, so yeah, June thirteenth, man. What year for you? Nineteen seventy-three. Seventy-three. Okay, I I'm just a yeah. couple of years. I'm sixty-one, man. But it was it was sixty-one. I thought you was in your early fifties. No, man, I sixty sixty last year, Doc. Sixty last wow. year. But I appreciate that though. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I really thought that that was. I really thought that. Hey, I thought you. I thought you was. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm old. Mason. Black I'm don't old, crack. Don't you mean. ain't. You ain't old, but you know, black don't crack. That's right. Black don't, don't crack. I, <laughs> <laughs> I look. I look at my wife every day, and I say, "Oh my goodness, it sure don't. It don't." But look here. You say, I guess you say "Bless you, the man. Lord" for that, huh? I ain't mad. Oh man, every day, bro. <laughs> every day, every day. Yeah, uh, man. You know, and I'm, I'm gonna get something about that in just a minute. But um, I, I'm listening to you writing either something you wrote, something you were saying on the video that you were talking about doing your sermon prep. Mm -hmm. and you said you had to. You had the jams going on, and you was in a, I think, a cafe somewhere, coffee shop, and you worked mm -hmm. on the sermon and had the jams going. So let me ask you this, Doctor Mason: Who are your top two favorite musical artists, whether band, solo, group? Top two. Wow, what would I say is my top two mm. artists? That's hard. Um, That's hard top two. It? Top two, just in general, music is going to be. Um, I mean, gospel is going to be Fred Hammond. I listen to him more than anybody. Um, Who's that? In go gospel, is going to be Fred yeah. Hammond. I listen to him more than anybody. I mean, oh, yeah. I, 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 a week don't go. I mean, I I don't go a week without listening to something from Fred Hammond. I got his 
every everything he's ever made I got. Like, like, he's the only artist. Everything he's literally put out, I got. Literally. Yeah. Even when he was with Commission? Yeah, I got all the commi- every last Commission album. <laughs> uh, I need to go and get him on vinyl, but I got all of those. I got all of those. I got... I downloaded all his earlier, his early, his two first solo before Intercourt. Um, I know most of his albums by heart. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, every ad lib, everything. I know the whole thing. Um, so, so for 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 that area, uh, you know, for for, uh, for gospel, that that's like um, my favorite because of listen. I have favorites, but that's who I listen to the most. And so for me, gotcha. who you listen to is your favorite. Um, you know, as far as general, it would be between Stevie Wonder. Oh man, that's hard. Vocally, Johnny Gill's probably one of the best male vocal vocalists. Strong period. Voice. I mean, strong voice. that dude is yeah. like that dude's an animal. I know he's man. an animal, and he was young he's doing a, that, man. He was he was sixteen, yeah, singing like he was fifty eight years old. I know, man. Merkin songs. <laughs> So I mean, so I, I I only but I own the problem is with Johnny. I only like the single he did with Late Stage Letter Saw, his New Edition stuff, and his his first his first album post New Edition. So okay, but I, I, I I'm I, I'm 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 a I, I sing a little bit too. So I'm into a lot of I listen to a lot of singers: Donny Hathaway, Stevie Wonder, mm, uh, Uncle classics. Charlie, old old Uncle Charlie, like old when he was with Gap Band. I'm talking about that Uncle Charlie, oh, really? you know. Charlie Wilson. Before he became Uncle Charlie, Charlie Wilson. I listened to that stuff, you know. So I, I you know, and I like groups. So I, I, I like a lot of. I like when people wrote ballads. I like the ballad era. That's oh, that was what I love. Because that's, that's my next that's question. That's when the singers. That's that, that's, that, those, question, that's when man. that's when singers were singing. You that's know, auto tune is though. fine. I, I don't I don't hate on it. Auto tune is fine. I don't hate on it. But man, ain't nothing like somebody that can that when they sing acapella, you don't wish they put something around them. Right. <laughs> They don't need it, right? They don't. Need it. Yeah, I was like, that dude needs some music. <laughs> See, some now he need a beat to hide all that. But, um... <laughs> man, yeah, that was I mean, of course question, Michael Jackson, man. though. And oh yeah, of I knew, course I knew Michael. Bring him up, yeah. I mean, but to me, off the wall is probably one of the besides Earth, Wind, and Fire musically, probably instrument wise. Off the wall is one of the people just don't even understand how musical that album was. So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like you have to, because yeah, people because it's 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 really hyped, and so people listen to the same thing with it. But if you're alone, maybe riding your car and you're not distracted, and you're mm-hmm. listening, you say, "Oh my goodness." Musically, this, it's crazy. This is some masterpiece stuff here, man. Quincy was in his bag. Oh. Like, I mean, he was in his bag. Oh. So, yeah, that, and my, my kids listen to it. They love that album. Yeah. yeah. That's a, my, my grandson. My grandson, man, he's into, uh, you know, he's he's 18. He's in Earth, Wind, and Fire. I heard you mention them. He's in the, because that's the group, you know, my group, Earth, Wind, and Fire. But he he he, I get in his car with him, man. And uh, he he throw on some reasons and stuff. I'm like, oh boy, watch out now, <laughs> you you in Papa's era. <laughs> <laughs> so so okay, you like ballads, man? That was my next question. Your favorite ballad? You know that that slow jam, Doctor Mason. Whenever you hear it, 
you grab Sister Mason and get your two step on. That kind of ballot. Oh, man, it's too many. But um, okay, okay give a couple. If, you can give a couple. Uh, um, of course, my 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 by Johnny Gill. Mm-hmm. But then, um, uh, um, what you call um? Why why is the song? Um, it's right here. Um, right here in my mind, other song. Dang it! It's an old song from the seventies. Um, with a do um male, male, female. Yeah, it's a male. Um, but I like I like those songs from the era. Me and my wife listen to a lot. Um, one in the million, know, Atlantic Star. Atlantic you know, Star. Uh, yeah, some of those, some of those. But it's a but it's a song. It's a song. Uh, uh, not the greatest love of all. What's that other song? Is it, um, is it one in a million by Larry Graham? No, I'm trying to think of that song. Oh, well, I'm gonna rack my brain. I'll probably figure it out in a minute. Yeah, you forget. We'll be down talking about your book. You said that that song. Go ahead, throw it in there if you remember it. All right, you know, because oh, oh, it's the song where the dude holds a note for a real long time. Baby, what song is that? Uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. We used to play it all the time. Dang, I hate when it happens, man. I hate when that happens. <laughs> yeah, I, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I, I don't even. I can't even remember. At the end of the song, he holds the note for a long time. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, so he sung solo song with a group. He sung. Um, I think it was uh, uh, when you when you when I if I remember the song, you're gonna be like you're gonna fall out your chair because you're gonna be like I. Everybody loves this song. That here is it, so. Is it always and forever? Always. Heatwave. Yep. Yep. That's it. Is that, that's it. 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 Listen. I, that's, you said, that's a, if you if if you're a human and you don't like that song, I don't care if you white, Asian. That's like one of the greatest songs of all time. Listen, Doc. When you said you hold a note <laughs> for a long, my wife and I danced to that song at our wedding last month, forty three years ago, man. Y'all danced at your wedding. We danced at that song. See? At our wedding that song goes through See? time. Four decades. That, that song. That song is unreal, man. It is, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's, that's a good great. song. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Man. That was that was a good group. They were a good group too, man. Yeah. Oh, they they had monstrous hits. Yeah, man. So see, that's amazing. That's amazing. Four. That's that's four decades, man. For and that's one of those songs, uh, Doc. That. Um, <clears throat> Cause some some of the songs I listened to when I was growing up, man, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't play them for my grandchildren. <laughs> they don't need to hear that. Yeah, you can't you can't play you can't play me and Mrs. Jones. Man, man I just me and Mrs. Jones. Not I can't the play kids. that for the. It was cold. It was beautiful in terms of how it sound, but you know the theme of it wasn't too good, Doc. You know. So. You know. You know. Like you can't you can't play. Um, it's morning. <laughs> you can't be playing "Slept the Night Away" reference. <laughs> And listen, oh man, you'd be like, you, oh, like, what's sleeping? What daddy was sleeping the night what away? Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> what was what was him? What was what's the thing that what's the thing that they had going on with Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Jones? <laughs> what was that? What meeting every day? Why they meet at a cafe? Oh, they, 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 they just drink coffee, they, they like the same coffee, baby. They had the coffee that, shop, that, that's what that is. <laughs> hey, man, I you. You really, if if you have a person in your house that's really like a lyricist, you can't play reasons for him because it's like reasons, yeah, yeah reasons, yeah, reasons, <laughs> reasons is, is another one. 
But you can't play if only for one night. You can't play that. No, let that go. You can't play that. And you and you and you can't play. Uh, well, you, I guess you can play. Your body's here with me, <laughs> but your mind is on. That was a jam, boy. OJ was some bad boy. Oh my goodness, man. Oh, oh my goodness. Listen, man. Oh yeah, yeah, my wife said you can't play Secret Lover either, Doc. Uh, no, no, you can't play. Doc, a, Listen, Doc. We so talk about the young people. We had some nasty songs, man. We had some. We nasty... can't talk about the. We can't talk. We can't talk no. about the Gen Zs, Doc. <laughs> I saw. I mean, now they graphic. I mean, these yeah. are be pornographic. Right. We shielded it better. Like Itchy Kitchen, ya ya ya, is nasty than a mother. Like, that's the nastiest like, song there was, man. <laughs> <laughs> when I found out, it sounds so. Eloquent until you like, yeah. Oh, Patty, Patty was a little nasty little thing, huh? Yeah, Patty? she was. Wait, <laughs> ain't, wait, ain't she homegirl too? Ain't, ain't she homegirl Philly? Yeah, man, she homegirl <laughs> Philly, but yeah, man. So I was like, I was like, so we had some, we be talking about, we be I, 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 older generations be acting like we, we was, we was a little more sanitized. We, man, was, we was wild too, man. Because <laughs> you know, um, I, I, I have a hard, I, I get it free sometime that serious FM. Cause I have a hard time paying for radio, but it comes free every now and then. Every so often in the year, they give it to you free. And uh, man, and they put the the R and B, whatever it's called, the classics or whatever station. I put that thing on, man, and we we riding along. And my my grandchildren are like, oh, that was one of your songs, Papa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, baby, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. That's Ooh, that crazy. Was that was fun. that's crazy. That was fun, that's man. hilarious. <laughs> so. So man, uh, last question about music. You like Giant yeah. Steps, brother? Yeah, I listen to. Uh, I'm a. I love Giant Steps by John Coltrane. I love that. Okay. To me, that's one of the best best jazz albums I've ever heard. Classic. Yeah. So you like classic? Yeah, classic. Yeah, okay. Gi- Giant Steps is unreal. Yeah, I got to get the vinyl of that. But I listen to that. I, I listen to that when I'm trying to. When my anxiety, if I just turn Giant Steps on. <laughs> Killing it, man. Good music, good music, good music, good music. So y'all got that. Y'all got yeah. that. You need some, bring your anxiety down, need to relax, grab you some Yeah, cold man. Drink. Grab you some cold mm-hmm. Oh, I'm studying. Like when I'm writing, I always, that's my that's my book writing music. Like I, I every book I've written, I've pretty much listened to that album on repeat while I'm writing. Is that A lot right? of times. Jazz is jazz is jazz is great to write to for me. It me sparks too. my creativity, thoughts. It's, it's dope. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a writer, but uh, when I'm writing my sermons, when I'm writing those, jazz, mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. jazz is very, very. I mean, because you know, uh, sometimes Dr. Mason, um, I have a difficult time um, listening, even instrumental, to music that I grew up with. Because it brings flashbacks to my mind that that's not really helpful Absolutely. when I'm trying yeah. to write a message. <laughs> so, jazz does not do that for me because as a Man, child, nah. as a kid growing up, um, very few people around me listened to jazz. We're, we're, we're really into it. So it's music that yeah. I can identify with a little bit better in terms of, man, just the... Um, the art, artistry in the music and the hard work those guys put in. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and, and different sounds. It's just, yeah, it's amazing. Okay, okay, okay. okay. It's a, it is amazing. It's amazing. Those, it's amazing. Those guys were musicians, man. They knew music. So anyway, they okay, did. Dr. Mason. 
Yes, sir. Dr. Mason. All right. Urban apologetics. Urban apo- restoring black dignity with the gospel. Yes, sir. Um, anyone who's ever listened to you or read anything you've, that you've done at length will know mm-hmm. part of the answer to this question I'm going to ask you. But we mm-hmm. need to hear it again. I think we need to hear it again and again and again and again, especially as it relates to this book. Why did you put you're the editor and 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 mm-hmm. authored some of the chapters? Uh, why did you put together urban apologetics? Um, well, again, thanks for having me on. Oh, Appreciate my pleasure, it much. My pleasure. So, um, also, if if you see me transition out of cameras because I'm going to get my kids, but um, we, okay. we, but the sound will be the same. But yeah, so um, so yeah, man, I wrote I I, I, I you know first you know. I mean, it's, it was really a hundred years in the making. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, a hundred years ago, a hundred and something years ago, a guy by the name of Noble Drew Ali mm-hmm. um, became the inspiration for uh, uh, Farad Muhammad to develop the Nation of Islam, as well as it inspired uh, Elijah Muhammad. He inspired Elijah Muhammad and a lot of people to create alternative America, that, that it was possible. Um, and so, uh, and name them the original religion of black people. I mean, if you study Noble Drew Ali and the pattern of the nation of Islam, pretty much everybody stole first from the black church and then stole from varying forms of those movements. They really went unanswered, all of these groups in, in significant measure until the 90s, I would say, the early 90s, when some pastors began doing some stuff on blacks in the Bible. There was some stuff, but it wasn't a lot written. Now, right, right. Carl Ellis had written uh, 40 years ago, uh, well, 39 years ago, uh, uh, Black and Free, which doesn't get the credit that it deserves. Um, right. And so then you had Dr. Evans, and you, I forgot the brother named the wrote blacks in the a couple of dudes. I know with white McKinsey and somebody, and then Keener and some guys did some stuff to the 90s. Heyman Cross did a book against the nation of Islam. So it's stuff out there. Carl Ellis did another book on Malcolm X. But those books really never got the circulation it needed. Right. But right. then now, um, now with the uprise in racial tension, uh, usually that stuff happens every 20 to 30 years. You have blacks starting to talk race, starting to uh, talk about Christianity being a white man's religion and you know that, that happens like but now because of the internet the the lifespan of stuff can remain mm. in circulation longer so as as racial tensions started to rise and blacks started to look at the church as a co-conspirator in that they started going into these other groups by the droves <clears throat> and so we began just doing some online content creation videos and different things that just that we would say was was a tool to just help Christians who were asking me questions in my church and in the general space mm-hmm. out there, if they follow me online or something, you know, how do I answer this question? How do I answer that question? And it got to the point where I said, is there, and people kept asking, is there something that deals with all of these in one place? Or they're asking for, is there a book on this? Is there a book on it? And I was like, no, it's kind of these articles. So I'm sending them the videos and articles, but people needed books. Right, right, right. And so I said, you know what? I'm just going to write this up and hopefully it helps people, you know? And so, uh, and so what I ended up doing was 
structuring out the book, talking about age. I said, you know, passes some folk, and they ended up doing it. But when I when I when I did each chapter uh, breakdown and how I wanted it to look, I was like, this person, who who are the people that perfect? That this is where they live, and if they wrote this, it would because I could have written the entire book, but I don't live in all of those places. Okay, like okay. some of the other folks do. They live there, you know, mm. and they have a level of scholarship that I don't in those areas. So I said, why not? won't we make this a collaborative project? So that's why the book came into existence. And the, the response has been unreal. Man, um, hearing about it, hearing about the book before it came out and I was, I was mm-hmm. deep. And then after having, having read it, uh, you know, I thought about Dr. Mason. You know what I thought about when I was reading your book? What's that? This book, because you know, some years ago, you no, know, the ESV came out, and then it came out with the ESV Study Bible. Yeah. Right now, in the back of that Study Bible, Dr. Mason, they have um, responses to, or an explanation and responses to um, um, other religions. So they have. You still still with me? So they have, um, they have the, they respond to, of course, Roman Catholic Church. They respond to, to witnesses. They respond to um, Mormons <clears throat> and, and all of that. But what's um, missing um, in, in, in that, um, you know, in that index, what, what's missing, brother, is there is a, um, there was no response or there was no no categories for the kinds of things that that in the kinds of um, religions that that affect our communities. No one was talking about that. Right. Right. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. So I'm like this. (laughs) This is a this feels a gap. Um, I grew up. Dr. Mason in the 70s. And yet we had the Nation of Islam. And you're right, there wasn't really a response uh, to what was going on. And when you see the guys, nice suits and stuff, and passing out the um, Elijah Speaks um, pamphlets. And, and they, they were even on the radio back then, on the same channel with the uh, Gospel Hour when the black churches would come on with the Gospel Hour and the quartet. They came on yes, right sir. before them, right? They right in yes, the middle right. of all that stuff, man. That's right. And but no one was critiquing, no one was mentioning, no one had really had a response to it. And I thought, well, this is so. So it's helped. My point is that it's very helpful, Doc. It's very helpful, very needed, um, in 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 our day. Which is why, you know, I I labeled you the man of Issachar. <laughs> wow. You you wow. know you know understand the times. Let me ask you a quick question. Uh, so. Every you said every ten twenty years, there is a, a reemphasis, um, black identity and stuff like that. Why why the gap, brother Mason? Why the gap? Uh, yeah, I think what happens is, is people settle now. Like if you think about it, let's just let's just take the last fifty sixty years with the um with from the civil rights movement, right? So if you're looking at civil rights, right. Uh, that, that happened. And there was some kind of black power stuff in the 70s. There, there was somewhat of that. But then 
uh, there was there was it went dark. Then the late '80s, early '90s, when uh, the Nation of Islam kind of after its rebranding post the death of and it splits post the death of Elijah Muhammad. Then you know all of a sudden you know Farrakhan came out of nowhere <laughs> in the late '80s, early '90s. You had Public Enemy, you had hip hop. Then it went silent again. It went ghost. It went ghost through the. It went through the mid '90s and then it kind of. Uh, then it stopped. It's just kind of nothing. And it was like this silence. And then all of a sudden, uh, you you get it again in um like 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 when when the, the death of the of the different young black men who got killed. And then and the, and that's kind of been that's kind of made this whole thing long standing. You know, that that's really I mean, it's not going anywhere ever again now. It's never because because um, it, it it's so it's so many ways to continue to keep to keep it going now. Because mm, I mean, yeah. you have so many. You have black comedy news. You got D.L. Hughley show. You got the Breakfast Club. You know, you you have black Twitter. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> you, you I mean, you have so many means, and you you know, and, and this generation is very self aware to some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they and they, I mean, content creation. I mean, it's just it's just off the wall. I mean, it, content creation is one of the biggest things now that that's changed. I mean, that's changed everything, you know. And even stuff like this, what you all are doing, and so it's it's just so much neat. And then those other groups, like the like people don't know, like some of the some of the some of the Hebrew Israelite guys, they some of their groups don't even have they 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 got they're all over the country. But then some of the groups only have like. Like like a hundred less than a hundred people or in their whole camp, but man, they get they getting two hundred and fifty thousand views mm. on their stuff. And so, one of the things you've seen is people in this generation, they may be influenced by something and not join it. And so they'll they'll, they'll so it's so a lot of these ideologies they're just enough to help people to hate the church and Christianity. Okay, but 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 then but what happens is though. Is they're not is they're not um, joining the group, so they do their job on that on that end in their minds. Mm. If mm. that makes sense, that makes good sense. That makes good sense. I mean, it helps us with with the phenomenon of this stuff because, yeah, uh, and the proliferation of it, man. I, yeah, that that was yeah. great. That was good, man. So, man, <clears throat> so you know, each chapter of the book is just loaded with substance. And as you mentioned earlier, written by a variety of excellent, excellent authors. Uh, but he, here's the thing, I, and I'll see if you can uh, address this a little bit. The narrative that I hear so often uh, is the absentee of able uh, black theologians and authors from our community. Uh, it's, to me, it's nerve-wracking when I hear, like, you know, where are the people? Or, or there's a pretense that there, we don't have able folk. Uh, yeah, that's a joke. It's a joke. So, Doctor Mason, how did you? <laughs> how did you? A big you How did you bring together such talent? <laughs> man, how it's did funny. You man. do that. <laughs> it's funny, man. I mean, these people. I mean, several of the people go to my church. People I've known for years. You know, some of those people I've known for my whole ministry. You know, mm. almost thirty years of ministry and. It's, and so, and then some are newer in my life, but yeah, man, it's, that's not, that don't even, the people that was in the book don't even, don't even touch the, touch the, I mean, I mean, it's so many 
Um, um, you know, we, you know, sometimes people like being the only Negro in their space. Right. But, right, um, right. but, you know, um, um, the, um, and so what ends up happening is, you know, we, we, we have to be willing to let people know that we're out here. Um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that, and, 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 I, and I, I'm not the only one. Uh, and when that happens, I think, but, but people who want to hear and want to know, they will. And those who don't, don't, we good. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is just, you're right, and I, you're right. This is just a, a small sampling of, of, of the, the kind of, um, people that we have in our communities who are just a small sampling. And so I appreciate the collaboration, man. I appreciate the word that you don't have to be the only Negro. Okay. And I appreciate you even saying like, you know what? I don't live in that space, but this, this brother, and sister does. So I'll let them handle that. That man, that's, that's gracious. And it's humble. It's, 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 it's a, a sign of humility, man, that I, I really appreciate. Let me ask you this question. Cause it, to the, type, <clears throat> the, the issues are, um, are many and varied how did you right. decide what would go in this volume and then my follow-up to that is, is there a volume two is there gonna be an expansion or how did you decide what went in this and is there something else coming yeah so there is a volume two coming hey uh yeah there's a volume two coming and uh yeah so so that's gonna be that's gonna be great um as volume two uh hits uh that's gonna be great and um and, and I'm excited about volume two because that's going to um, be helpful. But yeah, um, how did I pick? I, I picked the main things that I would say I believe were major, 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 major issues mm. that needed to be addressed. Yeah, mm. I, I mean that's really, that's really, um, uh, that's really one of the major reasonings behind that. Because like when you take, first off, you know. The whole idea of black dignity is mm. like that's to me that's the big issue, um, and you know, and we don't like like in our community we're not dealing with the gap theory, you know, the seven day creation theory, and no. you know, the Jesus seminar emerging emergent that that ain't our stuff. You know what no. I'm saying? No, uh, <laughs> no. You know, uh, and, and praise God for our brethren who that they they're they're engaging. Sure their populace with what they need to relevantly engage and challenge and love them through. But we, we have a huge black dignity issue, man. I mean, the issue of black dignity is a, is really a massive, like, I can't tell you how massive that is. And, um, and, 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 I mean, and you already know, I mean, you know, cause you've lived longer than me and you've seen these seasons longer than me to know that why, why, why was the, why was the mantra mantra, I'm black and I'm proud. Say it louder. Why was that even? Why were we? That was said fifty years ago. Yeah. Why were? Why were we saying that? Why? Why did we have? Why did we even have to say that? You know. Right. Um, why is there a black church? Right. You know. Um, all that. All that. All that, the center of all of that is dignity issues. You know. Mm. And 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 we had to. We had to speak up for ourselves. That that we're Mago Day as well. We're not trying to uh, 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 be in the the um, Imago Blanco or, 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 or white. We're not trying to be in the image of white people. We're trying to be in the image of Imago Christi, Imago Christi, the image of Jesus. And so that's right. for us, that, that's that's what we're, we're being restored to Christ's image. And 
being restored to his image is 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 the character of his image but but it's also um in in being in his image it's an expression of who he created us to be and mm -hmm. we should value that and so that's really what we're talking about we god made man and likeness in his image uh and everybody being diversely different yet being in the image of god that's the beauty of humanity and that's the beauty of Lord. and we're just we're just saying hey we want we want to be treated with the same equality any human being should be treated mm. with and we've had a deficit of that so that that's what that was about for 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 me um but then on the other hand when you look at the kind of the cult chapters um th those those are just ways in which um these groups are really trying to just put makeup on uh on on, on black people you know um you know, black whether it's black atheism, which is really white atheism with black face, really, because it's no mm. different. Um, it's no different, and they call us the white man religion. But you know, the the one who started the nation of Islam was a white man. You know, um, right. the, yeah. the the people who influenced the African most of the most of the pan African not pan African, but the, uh, but the Kemetic movement is. I mean, all of those Helen Blava, Helena Blavatsky, Alvin Boyd Kuhn, Jerome Massey, all of that. Those are those are all white folks. So their their religion ide and their philosophy ideologically is white folks. Christianity is a global movement that started among people of color. From that type of thing. So when, 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 and people say, why does color matter? Well, color matters because you Jesus white. And right. so yeah. answer those questions we have to answer with our people. Y'all have to answer those questions. We have to answer those questions. So, and, and, and we, un we understand about answering those questions as well. Yeah, because it, it, it didn't matter. It didn't matter until you made it matter. Yeah, you yes, made it in this. That's year. right. Yeah, and so then we have, <laughs> yeah, we have to. So now we need an apologetic. Now we need an apologetic for what you did. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. You know, all, absolutely. All under the guise, all under the guise of solid theology and, and good Christianity. And so, absolutely. And, and so, some, of our, and some of our white siblings, uh, to be honest, some of our white siblings have gotten it like i've gotten a lot sure. of messages from good white brothers and sisters that bought tons of copies they said man i didn't know i i literally they said this really gave me a category for why a lot of black christians today operate missiologically i mean they they, they basically said this is a this is a missiological manual for any christian to use if they want to reach black folks in america but in general and so and they were like i I didn't even know y'all dealt with this. And this really, this really makes me, you know, because the, the ignorant people want to say, oh, you know, but, yeah. um, but people who, who are thoughtful, who are thoughtful intellectual beings will read it and understand that it's, a, it's, it's this, is, this is a biblical and theological, historical, missiological work. It's really, I mean, I call it urban apologetics, but it's missiology. It's a, sure. a book on how to do mission in Yeah, because um, Dr. Mason, because um, yeah, we're not changing the um, the the content of the gospel, um, but we are in a context that we have to understand and know what the people are are facing. Again, the man of Issachar thing, I think it, it's applicable. We have to know that, and so it's a what's what's really amazing is that you have you have uh, you got black folks. That are are um, that don't know, you know. We've been we've been yeah. We've used a a pattern and a strategy, even in church planting, 
that does not fit our communities. It just does not fit uh, where we're trying to reach and who, who we're trying to reach uh, with the gospel. And so, man, you walk into a, into a barbershop and you got the brother that's from the nation or, you know, right. or, one of, or one of the Hebrew Israelites and he's talking. And uh, if you've, if you've only had interaction right. from your evangelical training and all that, he, he's, you're going to miss him. You're going to miss him. He's going, he's going, you're going to miss him. If you aren't careful, he, he could in many ways make you think he knows your Bible better than you do. <laughs> if you're not careful, you know, and so uh, I appreciate the book in terms of um, how it has brought you know, a, an education, you know, to us uh, that we just, uh, we just weren't getting, we weren't getting, brother. So I appreciate the work just for that, man, and uh, how it speaks into, and gives an understanding of some stuff that we just haven't thought much about. So we ain't been, we haven't been taught that it's important, you know, yeah. Dr. Mason. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, my brother. So, and you. So we talked about how you decided that what went in the book, this one, and you got volume two coming. Yeah. I I still want to ask you though because I think this happens to most authors and certainly editors. um, Mm -hmm. Had to say, okay, you know what? I can't, I can't put this in. (laughs) It's gonna have to wait. Uh, Yeah. Were were there some subjects or issues that you had to wait on? You like, dang, I can't get it in this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I can say, um, you know, the next book is going to be called Urban Apologetics: Cults, Cultures, and Convictions. Oh my! Goodness. And so, you know, so it's the it's going to talk about other religious cults like Jehovah Witnesses, Mormonism, Seventh Day Adventists. People don't know they're a cult. Um, and um. They they are man. They 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 okay. believe the second coming happened. They believe Jesus is is, is a created being. Sure. Radical stuff. Yeah. But but they hide behind. Um, so. But then we're gonna deal with yeah, the whole CRT thing and the cults. Like, I mean, it's, I'm, 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 I'm telling the whole thing, but you deal with CRT stuff. Deal with LGBTQ. How do how do we deal with that? Like in the black community, and how do we feel with their narrative being married to? We're having a we're having a connection issue, Doctor Mason. Uh, we're not saying we hate you know people. I'm not asking you to repeat that. You said uh, you mentioned CRT and how they yeah yeah. So so repeat that for me. Oh no, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, yeah so you know, when we talk about CRT, uh, uh, you know, and just dealing with that issue. Uh, uh, my uh, brother Brandon Washington, he actually has a book that's gonna come out on. It's gonna be an animal. It's it's he's an mm. animal when it comes to dealing with this. Um, Man, and, 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 um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be crazy. And so um, and then we're gonna be dealing with uh, you know, LGBTQ stuff, and you know, talking. We're not hating them and, and anything like that. We're not. But, but we are saying we 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 have we do have issue with you marrying your narrative to ours. Um, we believe in mm. your dignity just like we believe in black dignity. But what we what we won't do is redefine hum, uh, what a human is and God's distinctions. And so 
and, and we're not, but we're not going to be in there beating anyone up. And so then we're going to have, we got some legends that are going to be on the back end writing some essays mm-hmm. on things that should, and I want to say with surprise, there's some legends in the book. Legends. And they're going to be, yeah, I mean, they, and I'm surprised. I mean, I'm just so thankful they, they jumped on board, but it's going to be um, them, them giving us some ways in which some time tested stuff that has kept them sane as black Christians amen. for the last amen. 50 years. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Man, that sounds, I can't wait, but we got, we're going to do this though. Right. We're going to do this when it comes out, we're going to do this right before oh, yeah, we it comes got to, out, right. Oh, we got we're to do this. Oh, we got to. So you, you mentioned this, um, Dr. Mason, um, earlier, you mentioned some names, what what authors influenced you most for this project? Wow, man! Or um, gotta say, the, the, yeah, yeah, Doctor Evans, Doctor Tony Evans, my, that's my legend father and my pastor. Legend, um, Tom Skinner, Tom legend. Skinner, definitively. Um, uh, like, I mean, that dude, his, his, yeah, I mean, he's. He was before his time in the sixties. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, How you does know, that work? I mean, talk, yeah, you know, um, but and then he's saying the same stuff we saying, you know, yeah. um, yeah, Francis Grimke definitively. Mm. Uh, you, reading through his works, he's saying the same stuff we saying. That was a hundred years ago, you know, um, Carl Ellis. Um, so those those are those are over overarching um, people that have just kept me sane as a black Christian, you know. Um, they played a major, major role in that. Yeah. Mm, mm. Wow, man i I could go on and on, but I got just one. I got one more question. Okay, and I'm letting no, you, you go. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Go. One more question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go. Um, you're an, you're an able uh, writer, author, and editor. So, um, a lot of. And I asked this question too. Let me frame it because I asked this question because I, I I told you earlier. Yeah, when I when I was coming up, you mentioned some of the few voices that we had um, from our community that were um, that were right. Dr. Evans was just a, I mean, Dr. Tony Evans was the man, still is. Uh, when I was down at Dallas Bible College, you know, he was he was the man. He was um, that voice, right? And yeah. um, he listened to and um, and there were some others. There were some others, Dr. Mason, but. Compared to right now and what you brothers and sisters have been doing in the last five to ten years, putting out these books, uh, this is phenomenal. Uh, this is phenomenal, uh, what's happening with um, the availability of authors um, from, uh, from our folk that we can go to and read. Um, I'm, I, you know, I, yeah. I don't know how I missed Unleashed by you, but I got it and I read it. Um, and it's it's phenomenal, you know, conf- being conformed to the image of Christ, doctrinal, theological um, stuff. And I just noticed Nehemiah. I didn't know you had did Nehemiah, bruh. And, oh, the uh, commentary. Well, it's coming out. It's coming out this summer. So, it's not so out Nehemiah yet. is not out yet. And so uh, and so also is uh, Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians coming out in December. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So so yeah, I this is just this is just new, man. I'm not well from for me. It is, Dr. Bates. I started preaching back in the 70s, and we didn't, we just didn't have a whole group of brothers and sisters we could go to. So I'm grateful for yeah. that, man. I really am for the work you all are doing. So let me ask you Praise this, God. man. 
because more and more folks are thinking about writing Dr. Evans and um, or, or they've written, they want to improve on it, they're just getting started, they want to do better. What, 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 what are some good writing advice you give for brothers and sisters, man, coming out the gate or just want to do better at it? You know, um, I know there are some smart younger people. I didn't write my first book until I was 40. Um, mm. And I know everybody wants to be a prodigy, um, but <laughs> I would say um, my writing, you know, Dr. Dr. Loritz, one of my mentors, he says this. He says, you know, your 20s, it's your, um, it's your development years. Uh, your 30s are your mastery years. And 40 to 60 is your dividend years. Say that one more time, Doc. Say that one more time. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Your, your 20s is your, is, is, you know, your, your development years. Uh, 30s is your mastery years. And uh, the, your 40s and up are your dividend years. And mm. it, when, when what you planted and what you worked on pays off. And I, I think you, I think you, uh, one of the things I tell people is, I, I, I led men's ministry before I wrote a men's book. I didn't like say, I hear people say, I want to write a book for men. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, right. Like, like somebody said, I want to write a book one day. And I, and, and again, I'm not knocking the aspiration. Sure. When I, I wrote because it came from wanting to resource a need. Mm. And so, I, so I, I don't write books like to get the bag and all of that. I mean, of course you want to get paid or whatever, but I think the the main reason why I write my the stuff comes out of a need. Urban Apologetics wasn't a book I ever thought about writing until it became a need to be written. And Amen. Amen. Yeah. So, folks, we're having a so so. Doctor Mason, you said Urban Apologetics. I felt like I could be a resource for that based. If you serve people, if you develop them, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm saying, um, I didn't write Urban Apologetics. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I knew it was a, a need to be okay. written. Yeah. 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 I think that people have to be able to develop in a, um, in a particular area, a level of mastery. So that when you're writing, the, you're not, you're not doing full out research to write the book. You, because you've already, you, you've already worked through the, the material as a leisure and a lifestyle so that when you write the writing just becomes very very it, it less cumbersome mm. wow yeah yeah because wow. it, uh, you and, and you're gonna have to get original sources and things like that but i think i think when you when people say man i'm having a hard time writing a book and i just be like man are you have you did you develop a level of mastery around the information without the pressure of having to write a book and when you do that it it just it it makes the flow of the book so much better, and uh, yeah, I think I think that's 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 the kind of advice I use to give people. Not to wait to forty necessarily, but just saying my point of talking about forty was just feeling like I had some life in me where I felt like in twenty years from now, oh, oh man, what was I thinking writing that? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, man, we've seen cats that go back and say, oh, I, I messed up with that, you know. Yeah, I was like yeah. 42. And it's, again, <laughs> right. You're not saying I'm not trying to put an age. It's like saying, "Hey, I think you're man. That was spot on, man. About a level of mastery, and and writing from, um, you know, there's a need here that that's being that's that I'm that I'm working on. I'm working through. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And man, that's 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 rich, brother. That's rich because yeah, you don't want to get to be yeah sixty and say, man, what, who was that that wrote that? Right, right, right. <laughs> Clean that mess up. I yeah, misled a whole bunch of people. I think it was the 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 book. Uh, I'm trying to come to my mind now. The I kissed dating goodbye. And, uh, yeah. and then and he had came back and apologized because I know he went off the deep a little taste. But, you know, um, yeah, that's what happens, man. When you become an expert and you haven't really you haven't really, you know, fought or lived in, in that. Yeah, moment. That's the danger of today. That's the that's the, my own is everybody because they, they can get on social media really quick. Everybody's an expert. Like and I just be like, I just be like, OK, I'm like, you 21 given life advice and you got college debt and you what are you talk and you talk about and you talk about finance managing your money i'm like dude like uh, you know so i'm saying you know i'm just like i cringe i'm like ugh, you know so be before you do man that's a good point and so people here see because not because you know that that you know they don't heard what what year you were born they don't heard what year i was born they say oh that's these old timers and they they're right, hating right. on they hate on our youthfulness that's that's not what's going on here folks what's going no, on not is, at all. Just, not just saying this is a word of of wisdom to say you know what um you might want to think through that and live through some something for a moment before you become an expert on it yeah i went yeah, to a, uh, i went to a i went to a yeah, I went to a, uh, a conference, man, one time, and um, man, they had a they had a young couple in there, and they did the marriage class. Doc, they had been married like I think a year, and I'm like, yeah, you can read some books and tell me some stuff about <laughs> you know and all that, but what yeah, what happens when we ask you ask the hard question, <laughs> you know? And again, yeah, we're not saying man. that we're not worshiping old age. We're not doing that. We're just simply right, saying right, that. Right. You know, you might want to think think that through a little bit, you know, and live a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. man, I, I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, uh, this has been such a um, such a joy. But I really appreciate. I know you had some things to do, and uh, you still took time out to to get with me, man. And I I appreciate that, Doctor. Because I appreciate all the work. Oh man, it's an honor. Always you an have honor. done, and uh, I'm 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 hoping. Uh, when are you are you going to have the the conference again, man? In your area, sometime soon, brother. Yeah, we we are we we are we just um waiting for things to clear up as much. Out. Yeah, yeah. Looking for looking for some resources, brother. The Lord to rain down some resources. You know how it is. Got to have got to have the resources, Doc. Got to, <laughs> <laughs> without the resources, the thought. The thought remains a thought. <laughs> uh huh. But yes, man, sir. Yes, I look sir. forward. I look forward to us getting hooking back up again sometime in person. Like I say, when when things settle down a little bit. But it's been great, man. I'm so glad you joined me on the porch. I'm looking forward to the next book, brother, uh, volume two, uh, and uh, and looking forward to getting with you. But any reason to get with you back up here on this porch, man, would be good. Any reason. To get you back up would be nice, man. I thank you so much for your time, my brother. Thanks so much. Yeah, we had a we had a little bit of a glitch there uh, with the because you traveling and still talking <laughs> to us, but man, we appreciate it, folks. That's gonna do it for now. 
We'll be back up here on the porch real soon. Until then, may the Lord's richest blessings be your portion. Dr. Mason, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Blessings.